New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Today I'm hosting Jane Hirschfield. She's the author of Ledger, a book of poetry. We're speaking with Jane Hirschfield at her home in the San Francisco Bay Area via Zoom conferencing. Jane, welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so glad to have you. So many people feel intimidated by poetry. Some think it irrelevant to these turbulent times. What can you say to that critique? I would say don't be intimidated. Don't think there's a secret meaning. Listen to a poem as if it were either your own inner voice or the voice of someone you dearly love and trust whispering to you in the middle of the night their deepest truth and experience. And just take what you understand and flow with what you don't, because after all, life is full of incomprehensible moments, and yet we understand our lives completely. Poems are like that as well. I love that. I love that. Don't get too intellectual about it, in other words. Yeah. Like, let let it flow like a river through your being. Or the way we listen to a piece of music. Just allow yourself to be moved. And especially like a piece of music that you don't know where it's going to go next. So we can be surprised. Yes. I would love for you to share a poem for us that shows a little bit of your range and how you view the world and where we are right now. Well, thank you. Since you just mentioned surprise, I will read you a poem about that. Uh, It's called, I Wanted to Be Surprised. To such a request, the world is obliging. In just the past week, a rotund porcupine, who seemed equally startled by me, the man who swallowed a tiny microphone to record the sounds of his body, not considering beforehand how he might remove it, a cabbage and mustard sandwich on marbled bread, how easily the large spiders were caught with a clear plastic cup surprised even them. I don't know why I was surprised every time love started or ended, or why each time a new fossil, earth-like planet, or war, or that no one kept being there when the doorknob had clearly. What should not have been so surprising, my error after error, recognized when appearing on the faces of others. What did not surprise enough, my daily expectation that anything would continue, and then that so much did continue, when so much did not. Small rivulet still flowing downhill when it wasn't raining, a sister's birthday. Also, the stubborn, courteous persistence That even today, please means please, good morning is still understood as good morning. And that when I wake up, the window's distant mountain remains a mountain. The borrowed city around me is still a city and standing. 
its alleys and markets, offices of dentists, drugstore, liquor store, Chevron, its library that charges a happy surprise, no fine for overdue books, Borges, Baldwin, Zimborska, Morrison, Cavafy. Hmm. Beautiful. The daily expectation that anything would continue and then that so much did continue is kind of where we are right now because things have been discontinued and and yet what is continuing? We're asking ourselves, what is worth continuing? The questions now are up in our awareness, I think, as we go through this pandemic and and sheltering in place at this time that we're doing this interview. That is very true. And I think one of the more surreal parts of this experience for those of us who are not directly affected is that our immediate surroundings are exactly as they were. And yet our own lives are utterly changed and the world's life is utterly changed and the future entirely changed in ways impossible to fathom at this moment. And you see on the news when people are trying to say what is going to be the new normal, everyone says, we don't know, we don't know, but we do know it won't be the same as it was in the past. In my opinion, we're forever changed by this pandemic. Yes, and normality itself was an illusion. That is one of the things this allows us to see, is that it was never normal. None of it was ever normal. Oh, I'm sure we're going to have a new poem. (laughs) It was never normal. I, I love it. I look forward to that poem, Jane. I hope the muse will speak to you on that one. I have for quite a few years now been working virtually so that my team that I work with, we all are in our own little place. But Jane, even so, I'm noticing how now isolated I feel, even with Zoom and FaceTime and all of that. I miss the human contact. I miss actually touching and hugging and breathing the same air and allowing our hearts to synchronize and beat together. Are you having any of that? Well, I am very lucky in that because I go out and exercise with my bandana now and at safe six-foot distances, but because every day for 10 years I have been going out on the trails and streets near my house, I see the same people I've often seen in the early evening out with their dogs. Now I see some new people out with their children. And so in a very odd way, many of my days are very different than they would have been. Because I have this new book of poems out, I would have been flying around. I would have been speaking to audiences of 100 or 200 people over and over again. I would have been on planes with strangers All of that is just erased, vanished, gone. But other periods of my life are very solitary. I love solitude. And this makes me a lucky person in that it is not painful for me to find my days quiet. Yes, yes. 
And I, I think a lot of people feel that, especially the introverts are very, very happy. Exactly. About it. exactly. Uh, I would love for you to share another poem with us that gives a little bit of the range that one will find in this new book of poems. Well, I will read you a poem with a long title that does cover a great deal of ground. It was written when I was working for a month on uh, Captiva Island in Florida, being hosted by the Rauschenberg Foundation. The place was Robert Rauschenberg's former painting estate in Florida. And it was the rainiest January, February in Florida history. Captiva Island is five feet above sea level at its highest. We were wading the paths. Climate change was not the future. I was wading. I was calf wet in climate change. And this poem talks about uh, the formation of the earth. It talks about evolution. It talks about the, the space station. It talks about terrorism and Aleppo. It ends with the uh, refugee crisis in the Mediterranean. And all these things seem to me continuous. They are not separate crises. Even the coronavirus is not a separate crisis. It is all a single making visible of this world as we now live in it. And the poem's uh, proposition is that the world could have been different and can be different. And you'll hear that in its opening and its closing. Day beginning with seeing the International Space Station and a full moon over the Gulf of Mexico and all its invisible fishes. None of this had to happen. Not Florida. Not the ibis's beak. Not water. Not the horseshoe crab's empty body and not the living starfish. Evolution might have turned left at the corner and gone down another street entirely. The asteroid might have missed. The seams of limestone need not have been susceptible to sand and mangroves. The radio might have found a different music. The hips of one man and the hips of another might have stood beside each other on a bus in Aleppo and recognized themselves as long-lost brothers. The key could have broken off in the lock and the nail can refused its lid. I might have been the fish the brown pelican swallowed. You might have been the way the moon kept not setting, long after we thought it would, long after the sun was catching inside the low wave curls coming in at a certain angle. The light might not have been eaten again by its moving. If the unbearable were not weightless, we might yet buckle under the grief of what hasn't changed yet. Across the world, a man pulls a woman from the water from which the leapt-from overfilled boat has entirely vanished. From the water pulls one child, another. Both are living, and both will continue to live. This did not have to happen. No part of this had to happen. Somehow, Jane putting that in poetic form like that makes it possible for us to truly take in 
the seriousness and the trouble that's constantly being churned up right now. And that's what poetry can do. It's not that it softens it. Help me describe what what it is that it does. Well, I believe it was Rilke who spoke of the marriage of beauty and terror. Aristotle did as well. It is art's job to let us absorb the unabsorbable by putting it into a form where we recognize it as reality that we need and want to know. And the music of poetry, the beauty of those wave curls and those horseshoe crabs, they allow us to also take in with them the immense suffering, some of which is chosen and created by our human choices, some of which is inevitable, it is a part of being perishing beings on a fragile earth, and some of which is to be treasured because it is gloriously beautiful and amazing. That solitary light of the International Space Station passing overhead through the stars that we can look up and know there are human beings in it, looking down and seeing the entire earth from a changed perspective. That is its own poetry. Ah. Thank you so much. That is so well said. Jane, I want to thank you so much for being part of the New Dimensions Cafe today. It's just been my immense pleasure in having you here. And my great privilege. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jane. I've been speaking with Jane Hirschfield, and she's the author of many books of poetry, including the newest one, Ledger. And if you want to know more about her, you can go to her Facebook page and just put her name into uh, the search bar in your Facebook page and you'll find it. She spells her name H-I-R-S-H-F-I-E-L-D, Hirschfield, Jane Hirschfield. Or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. I want to thank you for joining us on the New Dimensions Cafe. Please do join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a thousand hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You, too, can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.